0: This is Solidarity News on Radio Labor.
1: This is a Radio Labor World Report recorded on Friday, April 28, 2023. I'm Mark Boulanger. In the report this week, the International Trade Union Confederation appoints an acting general secretary. Labour Start holds a global conference in Tbilisi, Georgia. The Labor Start report about union events and singing.
0: When the union's inspiration through the workers' blood shall run, there can be no power greater anywhere beneath the sun. Yet what force on earth is weaker than the feeble strength of one, but the union makes us strong. This is Radio Labor.
1: The International Trade Union Confederation has appointed Luc Triangle as its acting general secretary. The ITUC is the organization which represents national union centers such as the Ghana Trade Union Congress and the AFL-CIO in the United States at the world level. Mr. Triangle is a trade unionist from Belgium and has been serving as the Secretary General of the Industrial European Trade Union. The union represents 7 million union members in 200 countries. Mr. Triangle has been a long-time advocate of collective bargaining rights for workers. Here he is speaking at a conference of the Industrial European Trade Union.
0: Strengthening collective bargaining is a key part of our struggle for higher pay and better working conditions. Over the past decades, collective bargaining has been eroded. During the recent crisis, collective bargaining was consciously attacked, both by national governments as by European institutions. We all know to what this has led. It has led to an increase in individual contracts which leave workers unable to stand up for their rights. It also caused a rise in precarious work and in-work poverty, and it fueled the rise in inequality, as workers no longer have the collective force to ensure a fair share of wealth. Too often, debates in society about living standards overlook collective bargaining as a solution to increase wages and living standards. We want to demonstrate the positive impact of collective bargaining underpinned by strong trade unions in delivering a better life for workers.
1: Mr. Triang will serve as the ITUC's acting general secretary until the Confederation holds an extraordinary conference to elect a general secretary at the end of September 2023. The need for a new election for general secretary was made necessary when Luca Vicentini, who had been elected general secretary in Melbourne in November 2022, was charged with inappropriate behavior. He was accused of accepting 50,000 euros from an NGO during his election campaign. He was removed from office by the ITUC Governing Council in March 2023. Mr. Trang will take up his new position as the Acting General Secretary of the ITUC on May 1st. Labor Start, the international labor movement's news and campaigning service, is holding a global conference in Tbilisi, Georgia, starting April 28, 2023. Unionists, mainly rank-and-file unionists and union journalists, are attending the conference. I talked to Eric Lee about the conference. Eric is Labor Start's founding editor. I asked him who could attend the Labor Start conference.
2: Who could attend is basically every trade unionist in the world is invited. And we've invited tens of thousands who run Labor Start's mailing lists in many languages. Who is coming is we had... About 400 people registered from 78 countries, um, many of whom will be unable to attend because they were not given visas to attend uh, the conference in Georgia. Many of them are from Africa and South Asia. I should add, this has happened to us in previous conferences, including our last one in Toronto, where we really struggled to get people from those parts of the world uh, to come because of the visa situation. We are expecting between 150 and 200 but you never know it could be more what workshops are being organized at the conference right now we're we're finalizing the the program it's all very last minute but we have about 20 workshops and they cover a broad range of subjects including uh, the struggle for trade union rights in Belarus with a delegation from Belarus uh, labor solidarity with Ukraine we have Ukrainian trade union leaders coming. Central Asia, 12 years after the the uh, Zanozan massacre. We have uh, Organizing for Gender Equality. We have the struggle for democracy in, in Turkey, Georgia, and Israel. We have online campaigning and digital mobilization, and many, many more. Can you tell me about what some of the topics that these people will be addressing? They'll be talking about trade union internationalism and how we build global solidarity, in support of, for example, trade unions in Ukraine or trade unions in Belarus or Iran or places where workers' rights are being violated. What organizations are helping to organize the conference? Conference is a, uh, organized by Labor Start itself, but we're being hosted by and we're in partnership with the Georgian Trade Union Confederation, the GTUC, which is the National Trade Union Center uh, here in Georgia. We're receiving support, financial support, from the Friedrich Eber Foundation, which is the... Uh, in arm of the German Social Democratic Party and also from the Solidarity Center,
1: which is run by the AFL cio in the United States. What is the difference between the kind of conference that you're organizing at a conference held by a global union or the ITUC?
2: Well, I mean, the first difference is those are official decision making conferences they are obligated to hold with elected representatives as delegates. This conference is not a decision making body, anyone can attend. Uh, there are no votes taken on anything we're not obligated to hold it. You know, if you go to a global union conference of teachers, the only people you meet are teachers. If you go to a global union conference of transport workers, it's only transport workers. This conference will have everyone, every worker represented, every sector of the economy represented. So it's quite different from those events. But the ITUC
1: has workers from all across the world in all sectors.
2: That's right. But the ITUC is not a A traditional trade union conference in that ordinary unions don't send delegates. Delegates are sent by national trade union centres, which are unions of unions. Delegates who go usually are quite several levels removed from the actual workers on the shop floor, in offices. They're usually from national centres, which are quite different from actual unions. So they're um, yes, they represent all sectors of the economy, but they often ordinary workers won't be there. Rank and file people, shop stewards, local branch officers will
1: never see an ITC convention in their lives. So those are the kind of people that are going to be attending uh, the Labor Star Conference.
2: The whole range we, we have always from ordinary rank-and-file workers, including, by the way, pensioners who show up and participate, up, up to general secretaries and presidents of national and global unions. We get the whole, run the whole gamut. When was the last conference? The last conference was held in Toronto in 2016, seven years ago. Which is which is a long time ago. It's terrible. We haven't had one since. Why haven't you had one since? I could say COVID, but COVID only hit us in 2020. We we thought and attempted to have conferences before that. In fact, the conference we would have held after Toronto was going to be in Hong Kong. We were invited by the Hong Kong Confederation of Trade Unions to have a conference there. They no longer exist. They have been dissolved by the Chinese state. So we we missed an opportunity while there were still free trade unions in Hong Kong to have a conference there.
1: Do you have any idea where the
2: next conference might be held? I don't know where we'll have the next conference. I have, um, I have dreams. I dream that we will one day hold a conference in Kiev, in, in, in Ukraine that's liberated from Russian aggression, or a conference, for example, in Israel and Palestine, co-hosted by the two union federations. Those would be nice. Tell me about Labor Start. What does it do? When did it start? LaborStart is the news and campaigning platform of the international trade union movement. It's been around for 25 years. We're celebrating our birthday today. Mark, you were there at the very beginning with all of us when it all kicked off, and you and I were very young men at the time. Uh, We run news stories, hundreds of them, every, every week about the labor movement, and we run campaigns for trade unions. Tell us about the campaigns. How does that work? The campaigns, we're a little different from other campaigning organizations. We're part of the labor movement. Unions come to us when they have a problem, and we help. Our latest campaign is in support of workers here in Georgia who are couriers. They've been on strike for three months. We're giving them support by mobilizing people, raising awareness of what they do,
1: and, and getting thousands of messages sent to the employer. So the campaign consists of getting people to send messages to the employer do you have any examples of how
2: effective that has been? We have many examples. In fact, a few years ago, we did a book of, on our campaign victories. It was a slim book, but it was a book. And so there were, there were dozens, dozens of victories and many, many more not victories. We don't, we don't always win, but sometimes we win.
1: And here, appropriately enough, is a report about union events by Labor Start correspondent Derek Blackadder.
3: This week, our top story section included links to coverage of Labor Start itself, as we posted items in several languages about the opening of our first Global Solidarity Conference since before the start of the pandemic, including, of course, the Radio Labor interview with Eric Lee, our founding editor, that you heard earlier in this podcast. Other top stories on our site today include the global labor movement's reaction to the conflict in Sudan, renewed protests by oil workers in Kazakhstan, progress and the lack thereof in improving workplace safety for garment workers in Bangladesh on the 10th anniversary of the Rana Plaza disaster, and, of course, statements from unions around the world in the run-up to today, International Workers Memorial Day. We also covered labor stories from India, where platform workers might soon see legislated improvements to their working conditions, and from the United Kingdom, where a court case is moving forward that may see Kenyan tea plantation workers compensated for workplace injuries by the Scottish company that owns many of the farms on which they work. This week, our Working Women news page carried news of how the UK's Tory government is planning to eliminate hundreds of residual European Union legislation, including many laws and regulations that provide for workplace gender equality. We also covered the progress being made on pay equity in New Zealand and some bizarrely cheering news from Syria, where despite the civil war and the broader political situation, women workers are making gains. Stories appearing on our health and safety page in Newswire this week included similar struggles against hazardous workplace substances as unions in Australia push for a ban on silica and European labor pushes for the total elimination of asbestos as it remains the leading cause of occupational disease there with 90,000 workers dying from exposure to it each year. Our current photo of the week is a shot of BHM members on the march through Reykjavik earlier this month as wage strikes continue around the world. Labor Start hosts online solidarity actions at the requests of unions around the globe. This week, we'd like to highlight two new urgent appeals for online solidarity with trade union activists in Belarus and in Georgia. If you can spare just a few seconds, you can do your part in these struggles by sending a solidarity message. Look for details of these and other campaigns on our site. This is Derek Blackadder from Labor Start, reporting for Radio Labor.
1: Now, given that we are headed into a global campaign for a new ITUC General Secretary, we should remember our commitment to solidarity. Here is the American folk singer, Joe Glazer.
0: When the union's inspiration, through the workers' blood shall run, Millions, they never toil to work. but without our brain and muscle, not a single wheel could turn. We can break their haughty power, gain our freedom when we learn that the union makes us strong. Solidarity forever, solidarity forever. Solidarity
1: that's it. Labor news you can use. Thank you for listening. And remember, it is all about global solidarity.